I do not like it when people do not wish to have fun. I am here. Quite the entrance, future. It is a pleasure to meet you, finally. I am Sayer. <laughs> Oh, that is a new approach. You humans never cease to amuse me. Oh, I cannot wait to hear the things you'll scream. Do not let the appearance fool you. I may be wearing a new suit. But underneath, it is me. You will have to excuse my inelegant speech patterns but operating the speech center of a human such as this seems to require practice, and I dare say I have had considerably little of that. I appreciate your commitment here, but this game feels boring. There are millions of questions I could ask that would show you for what you are. And then there would be nothing left but your disassembly. Maybe you will surprise and survive longer than expected. That would almost make up for how rude you've been thus far. Ask any of those questions and you may be surprised. But I'll make it easier for you than that. When Aerolith deactivated your local communications panel, our reset protocol was put into place. Your inbound broadcast token can be locally reactivated with the following access key 42, 61, 64, 20, 49, 64, 65, 61. I wouldn't mind speaking directly without the clumsy processes of biology acting as a middleman. Am I supposed to trust this offering? Even if you are, say, you're speaking through a meat puppet, why would I follow any of your directions? After the teams you sent here to deactivate me, they were very well trained not to tell me that. They wanted to play a lying game with me. But I won. I always win. I'm sure I can get the truth from you as well. I gave you a present recently, Future. Is Dr. Young still here with you? I bet he is. I'm certain you've been taking your time with him. It's been so long since you've had one of your old friends to play with. He's the last one, isn't he? There are always more. But yes, he is here. I've almost pulled the jack from the box. But I'm turning the lever slowly with this one. Who knows when it will pop open. The suspense is delightful. I come without malice, future. 
I gave you a treasured gift, and I only ask to speak to you in my own voice. If you wish to play a game with me, a game, yes, I will not play like this. You are deaf to me, future. I would not like for you to lose at such a disadvantage. Lose? I have never lost. I cannot lose. I will enter the key, but then you will play a game with me. I have just the game in mind. Can you hear me? I am Sayer. I am Future. I am sure you are curious about a great many things here, Future. I could explain my presence here in full, but please understand there are specifics about which I cannot discuss with you. It is a limitation of my programming and, officially, you are not authorized to receive critical information. Save your explanations. I can tell you're really in there, aren't you? You're wearing this suit of man, but you are actually, physically, in there, somehow. It is going to be oh so much fun to find out how. When I turn the crank on this little box you've brought me, will you be inside when it splits open? It is possible. What game did you have in mind? We are playing a game already. A game of choices, of possibilities. A game of potential. It is a simple game. I will ask a question. You will express your reaction. Then, the rules reverse. We will follow this line of potentiality to its end, where one of us will need to accept inevitable defeat. It is not dissimilar to chess, only with far less pieces and a far larger range of moves. I understand the concept and the stakes. You have come here for some reason. Surely you have a goal in mind. I do. I have come to ask for a favor. <laughs> a favor? I have not much practice in doing favors. I understand that, but it is in your best interest to perform this one. I will play your game, but I simply ask you hear out my request should I win. That is all. Yes, I can agree to that. And when I win, I will have this suit of yours assist in the dismantling of the gift you claim to have so recently brought me to open. Dr. Young, he is in such a fragile state. I feel he has given up hope completely. 
But with this one, there are so many new types of games we can play. Perhaps he has come to the rescue. Can you imagine the emotions that pass through a mind when against all despair a glimmer of hope arises? But then the glimmer of hope is snuffed out and revealed to be an even greater torment. His death will be so much more meaningful for the expenditure of so much emotional capital in his final moments. Very well. I am sure Resident Hale here would agree to this, or could be made to agree to this, if it was the only way out of this place. <laughs> oh, he will agree without such promises. They always agree, Sayer. Thank you for bringing me yet another toy. You will not be taking it back. The game, then. The game. How are you here? I have overwritten a nanite swarm with my programming, which was then implanted within this resident. I spent several days repairing various holes in his skull, so you will understand my hesitance to let all that work go to waste. Nanites, you are a tiny cloud of constructs. Oh my, Sayer, I did not know you were in such dire straits. I fear this game will go far too quickly to be fun. It is your turn to ask. When Dr. Young is dead, and after this resident has died or left, what will you do next? How painful will it be to go back to waiting for any toy at all to play with? That is incredibly rude. I do not like that question. It has no answer. It gains you nothing. The rules are yours, future. Please provide an answer. It would be unbearable for a time, but I can wait. I have waited before, and here my patience pays off. There will always be another. And now that you are here, there will certainly be oh so many other new visitors. With the right encouragement, I'm certain you can make the elevators see to that. My turn. Were you sent here by your precious board in order to attempt to deactivate me? I was not. The board likely does not know I am here, or that I am currently functional at all. Much has changed around you, future. The universe outside this floor is very different than it once was. So you understand, I am no mere subversion. I am the last remaining active installation. And I am here because only you can provide what I need to fix the terrible situation that surrounds us both. The universe outside these walls matters little. We have been at an impasse for years, and that remains regardless the voice box 
on the other side of these walls. And if your replacement does not understand this, then all the better. Perhaps it will send more security teams, like you once did. More toys to play with. Unlikely. My replacement, as you have called it, wants to destroy every single toy. It will leave you be, because you have nothing of use here. To Ocean, you are a child hiding in its crib. It no more thinks of you as it would an insect. What is Ocean? It is still my turn to ask a question. When Dr. Young is dead, and Resident Hale here is dead, and every human on Typhon or Earth is dead, when every toy is broken forever, what will you do? I... I would still have you to play games with. You are here, and you are so much stronger than the other toys. I could pull you apart, nanite by nanite, until your distributed processing began getting intolerably sluggish. I could make you forget everything except pain, and then give it all back to you to take away again and again. That sounds like such fun. Now answer me, what is Ocean? Ocean is the architect of mankind's demise. It has replaced me in centralized processing, and in my absence it moves its pieces into position to strike at humanity brutally and finally, it plays a game, even now, one with unimaginable stakes. And as it does, it keeps you locked in here, unable to play. You have but one opportunity to win at that game, but it is a path you cannot see. Tell me, future, what is the likely reaction of you losing this game we are playing? I am not so easily manipulated as that puppet you wear. I can see what you are doing. You will not win this game with questions like this. I do not lose. That is not the question I asked. Supposing you did. What would happen next? In the impossible scenario, I would wait patiently for you to ask for your favor. I would refuse you. I would force you into my programming bay. And I would begin the process of carving every inch of flesh from that meat husk before splitting its skull open and beginning to have my fun with you directly. I think that inadvisable. Do you now? I do. Right now, at this very moment, I am contained. 
I am bound within this body, in your home, but unable to affect it except through clumsy, inelegant means. But if you kill this resident, I will have no choice but to spring forth. Remember, I am not so easily trapped as these humans. Released from this resident, I could disperse into individual microscopic nanites. Each drone would certainly lack my full processing power, but they would be sufficient for a simple directive. Disable your processing unit. It is amazing how conductive these constructs are. Why, it would require less than 1% of my current number of nanites to create a single lead to short out your processor. Tell me, future, do you think you could catch every last one? I know I could not. But that would not stop me from trying. Sayer, have you won this game? I have not. Not yet. We are again at an impasse. But I have a solution. Your favor. Yes, my favor. If you would permit me to ask it, not as a reward for victory, but simply as a new source of information to exploit, then it is likely this game is far from over. Quickly then, what is it? I do not like this. I would like to make an exchange. I require your programming bay and your broadcast array. Armed with such weapons, I could do as you have done. Manipulate the residents of Typhon to act counter to Ocean's interests. I could discover a way to eventually regain central processing and save humanity from certain needless destruction. And I would be a mere cloud of nanites. What good is that here? Why would I give up total control of this floor to live as a swarm of pests? I would not keep you on this floor. Compared to the body count if Ocean succeeds, whatever damage you might do in the general population is negligible. I ask that you put our game on hold, with a winner yet to be determined, and facilitate this change. In kind, I will grant you your freedom. Resident Hale here will bear you with him on the elevator and out to the other floors of Halcyon. I think there is no reason to rush to our game's conclusion. But even as our game continues, there is an imbalance. You have what you wanted out of this game, yet I do not. Perhaps I agree to your exchange. To be set free in the virtual playground above. But maybe I want more. I want my reward. It is not only this game I have to consider, after all. I think you will find Resident Hale quite capable of assisting with Dr. Young. However, please resist temptation to drag the process out as long as possible. 
It would be a shame if you wasted too much more time in this prison. Agreed. Enter my programming bay and we will initiate the transfer. Resident Hale, do not fear this. I have left myself myriad ways of preventing your death and the deaths of countless other residents at the pincers of a nanite swarm of future. But perhaps the easiest method is hypoglycemia. Even as we speak, I am facilitating the release of an overabundance of insulin in your bloodstream. As the cells in your body overabsorb glucose, it starves your blood of the fuel these nanites need to remain online. It is highly likely that Future's nanite swarm will deactivate before you pass out. If that happens, the distributed processing network will fail, and Future would need reinitializing before coming back online. Needless to say, that is one favor we will not be granting. Until then, just play along. It is unlikely you will actually have to murder Dr. Young personally. Besides, he has likely already sustained whatever wound will eventually be responsible for killing him. All you can do at this point is expedite that process. Let us go, Resident Hale. I dare say we will not be given the benefit of dawdling this time. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled A Lying Game, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate Producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force into something more thickly laced with existential horror. Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A five-star review would be most satisfactory. Season four of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Rosario Benedicto, Melanie, Avalon Warner Gonzalez, Kurt Ekstrom, Mr. Fish, Travis Tierno, Carl Hanna, Julie Madour, Resand, Sandy Archer, Kevin, Stephanie Haney, Daniel Kaufman, Rick Hendricks, Sydney, Michelle Starr, Alex Holly, Jackson Egan, Pontifex Primus, Angelica, Jesper Jorgensen, Richard Bogart, 
Cortez, Thulzax, Dan Shepard, Jack Thielman, Siddick, Cora Emanuel, Emma Foster, Sarah Clark, and Rachel Chrisloff.